Welcome back, everyone, to another Ride Along with Jeff and Colleen. Hello. And we are off again. Uh, Of course. So, last night, I was watching something. Mm -hmm. Must have been just Academy Award or Emmy Award winning, whatever. And I heard you talking loudly in your office. Yes. Yes. And I... You assumed I, I was mean, probably on a call. Right. right? I, yeah, thought, thought it was I thought late. you were... Yeah. had some work yeah. items you were taking care of. No. <clears throat> and, uh... And then you ran out in the hall and jumping up and down. <laughs> so... Yes. What happened? So, here's what happened. So... I was working a little bit late, and I thought, okay, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, <clears throat> I was waiting for my dinner to cook, finish cooking. I kind of was multitasking at the time. And I thought, oh, let me check Twitter real quick. And at the top of Twitter, when I opened it up, at the top where it has, like, stories or, I guess, people who are doing stuff that you follow, like, immediate. I don't even know what they call that, but I'm going to say activity banner. There was something that said, <laughs> there was a little pop-up banner that said, Mr. Bob Odenkirk, at Mr. Bob Odenkirk, because that's uh, uh, his Twitter handle, is uh, having a live conversation. Join it here. And I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Mr. Bob Odenkirk, for those of you that don't know who that is, Mr. Bob Odenkirk is the Twitter account for Bob Odenkirk, who is an actor. And if you're not familiar with his work by his name, you'll be familiar with his work. He was in... Uh, he was in a long time ago a show called uh, the Mister show. show, and then there was also another one with um, the, the Bob and David or something like that. But it was basically it was um, he, he and David Cross had a right. show together, and so um, you know he he's done the show. But then what really most people know him from is Breaking Bad. And Better Call Saul. Right. He is Saul Goodman on both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And um, other people might recognize him. He did an episode of The Office where Pam went to go work at a real estate company in Philly. And she was going to be the office manager. Only she thought that's what it was, but it was really a receptionist. But he was a carbon copy of Michael Scott. He was the Michael Scott of Philly. So, anywho... This is um, this is a pretty well-known actor. He's done a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of different movies. He's very talented. He's very funny. He's, uh, you know, he's just, he's an all-around just a funny guy. And I really love his, his stuff, you know. I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad, huge fan of Better Call Saul, and huge fan of The Office. So... Naturally, I'm, like, excited. So I thought, I'll join this just on a whim. You know, what are the odds of, you know, anything going on? It's probably just, you know, a bunch of people chatting. I, I don't know anything about this, but because it, it said something about space. And I'm like, spaces. And I'm like, I don't know what spaces are. Whatever. So I clicked on the link. And a bunch of people started popping in. Because originally I only said, like, a handful of people. And I'm like, cool. If it's just me and him and a couple of other people, sweet. Maybe I'll get a chance to talk to him. And then it was, you know, several hundred people, and I didn't really know what they were doing it for, because I probably joined it, you know, about 30 seconds to a minute after they started, 
and turns out it was for a movie that's coming out later this month called Nobody. And I had seen a trailer for it and completely forgot that I'd seen the trailer for it. And I didn't really know much about the movie, and so they kind of talked a little bit about the movie. And, you know, the guys that were really talking, so you were either a speaker or a listener, and the speakers were Bob Odenkirk and whoever runs the IGN account, which is a gaming network. And then um, Connie Nielsen, who's also in the movie, Christopher Lloyd. Yes, Christopher Lloyd, as in Doc Brown from Back to the Future, was in there. And then there were a couple of other people, um, Riza from Wu-Tang Clan. And then um, there were some other people I didn't recognize the names. But there were people who were involved in production of the movie and, you know, or in Hollywood production or, or what have you. So they were, that's what I figured it was like an industry kind of a meet and greet kind of a thing or a, just a, hey, a brief little. Like a panel. Yeah, like a sorta. little panel. And Bob was the host. And so they were like talking about stuff and then they go, Hey, we're going to open it up to some, you know, listeners who might want to ask questions. And this one guy, you know, they kept, you know, people, he, they go, raise your hand if you want to like, you know, ask a question. And I didn't do anything cause I was kind of half paying attention and half trying to do some work and pay attention to whether or not my dinner was done. And, um, so they finally got one person who was able to ask a question and got his microphone situated, what, what have you. And so the you know conversation goes on, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, what would I ask him? Would I ask him a question? Do I have a question I really want to ask him? Because I don't necessarily want to ask him a question about the movie. I mean, I really, if I really had an opportunity, I'd really want to just ask him questions about Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad or even the Office episode. I mean, just other stuff that has nothing to do with this movie. So I'm thinking, okay, whatever. And then finally they go, okay, hey, you know, we're kind of done talking. So now we're just going to pick somebody at random and we're going to ask that person. We're going to promote you to a speaker and we're going to, uh, we're going to talk to you. And so he says, all right, all right. Okay. Random. Okay. Colleen Roney. And I just froze for about 10 seconds. Like I didn't, couldn't feel myself breathe because here's Bob Odenkirk saying my name on an internet thing with hundreds of people and famous people included. And I was like freaking out. And then I'm like, he goes, okay, we're promoting you. And then I like tried to click on my microphone and I'm trying to like say, I can't, you know, I'm freaking out and I can't, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not doing it through the computer. I'm doing it through iPhones. I have no idea what's actually happening. And he's like, oh, he goes, okay, well, all right, let me see if we can find somebody else. I'm like, no, I'm right here. And then I had to request again. He didn't see that I'd requested. He'd moved on. And I was like, so bummed. Cause I was like, dude, I'm totally ready. I'm ready. And so yeah, Bob Odenkirk said my name live on the internet last night and I couldn't respond because my microphone wasn't set up because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was half paying attention. This is a lesson kids. If you're going to join something where a celebrity is on there, you'd never know. Make sure you're prepared and ready to answer, to do whatever you need to do. Figure out what it is you're doing because honestly, you miss an opportunity like I did last night. So well, it's a yeah, kidney moment. There's a, there's a, um, I was in a kind of like a religious Boy Scouts mm-hmm. group. Yeah. And the, the main f- phrase was always be prepared. Yep. Always be prepared. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, they could kind of move it over into the biblical realm. But, but it was just, it was good advice. Always be sure. prepared for yeah. whatever. And yep. so that's, that's good advice. And I was not. And look, 
let's be honest. I don't know if you've had any other experiences similar to that where you've had brushes with almost fame or if you had done something you could have done X, Y, or Z. But I've had, I had a similar experience <laughs> right before you and I met, actually. Legit. Did I ever tell you this story? I don't know what story you're going to tell. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, back before, you know, before we started dating, we were trainers. Right. And before you even started with the company, it was uh, oh, February 1997, I believe. So, we were software trainers. Yeah, we were software trainers. Okay. And so, they would send me to the various office, offices around Southern California, and I would go and I would train, and that would be that. Yep. And one of my training locations happened to be Oxnard. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Oxnard and, you know, I it was a Friday morning and I had checked myself out of my hotel or was getting ready to check myself out of my hotel room. And I walked out of the room because I was going to travel home. I drove home, you know, I drove to Oxnard. It's not that far from us. And so... I walked out of my hotel room, and I see a man about halfway down the hall, and I recognize him, and I even know his name, but, like, not a lot of people would maybe recognize his name. You'd recognize his face. You would definitely recognize his voice, and it was um, Gary Grubbs, who's a character actor. He did a few episodes, quite a few actually, of Will and Grace, the original run of Will and Grace. He had been on one of my favorite shows back in the day, which was called Boston Common. Hilarious show. And he had done an episode, probably one of my favorite episodes. And he's got a very distinct Southern twang. I mean, very Southern twang. And um, he's tall, kind of got frizzy, curly-ish hair. If you Look him up on IMDb. You'll know who I'm talking about when you see him. You'll be like, oh, that guy. He was doing a movie. And so I walked past him, and he said, hello there. And I said, hi, are you Gary Grubbs? And he said, well, yeah, I am. And I said, oh, my gosh, you were in one of my favorite episodes of Boston Comedy. He goes, oh, my goodness. I had no idea, you know, people would recognize me from that. And I, I said, of course. I said, you're very distinct. And, and I said, so I really enjoyed that. And he, goes, he said, oh, you, you, you stay at the hotel here? And I said, well, actually, I'm, I'm getting ready to check out. I'm heading home. I'm here for business. And he said, oh. He goes, well, do you have to drive home today? And I said, well, I mean, that's the plan. And he said, because uh, I'm shooting a movie right now here at uh, the Ventura Airport. And he said, uh, I I'm shooting The Astronaut's Wife with Johnny Depp and Jarlene Theron. Do you want to come over and, like, see the set? And I panicked because I was young and single, and I freaked out. And I just kind of went, um, I, I, I really need to drive home. And he goes... Well, look, if you change your mind, head on over to the airport, just let him know. And, you know, he asked me my name and all that stuff. And so he said, he said, he said, I'd be happy to have you get you on set, have you come and check out what we're doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I would have gone straight up. I would have gone. I know. And, and by the way, I would have, he worked, he was in the scenes. He was I filming know. scenes with Johnny Depp. I know. Depp. I know. I can't, I mean, I still kick myself for this, seriously kick myself for not taking that opportunity. But again, you know, my gut was like, is this guy hitting on me? Cause it kind of felt like that. So that's why I was a little nervous. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm crazy, right? I'm just, this is, 
he's not hitting on me. He's, no, he's probably married, you know, he's a bit older, blah, blah, blah. And he might have been, who knows. But I freaked out because I was like, this guy doesn't know me from anybody. And he's wanting me to come, you know, visit him on set at the airport. And I'm like, ah! And I should have gone. I should have gone. I know I should have gone. I just should have gone. But anyway. So that's my, that's my, those are my two, like, most, like, just shameful, like, ugh, ugh, kick myself moments that I just deeply regret. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we, yeah, we've had a number of great moments where we've, uh, you know, had the opportunity to, you know, meet up with people, mm-hmm. say hello. Uh, I remember for uh, when we went to Sony Studios to watch the premiere of Rainbow Tribe, mm-hmm. uh, which was a movie that uh, our, our nephew Noah Monk was in. Yes. And they had a little kind of a party to kind of celebrate the premiere. And uh, they had the Ghost Rider motorcycle and some of the props from some of the movies yeah. uh, that were filmed at Sony. And I kind of look over and there is, uh, oh, who was that guy? Cato Kalin. Cato Kalin. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, you know, not a Johnny Depp, but it was no, still, it was like, it's a that's Cato Kalin. I right. mean, Right. I mean, you you couldn't grow up around that time years before watching the OJ trial and not see Cato Kalin. Yeah, everybody. So Cato Kalin, I don't think he did much acting. I don't think he did any acting before the OJ trial. After the OJ trial, he did a you know a few guest spots here and there. But honestly, everybody in the '90s knew the name Cato Kalin. Right. Everybody knew it because of the OJ trial. So it was one of those things you just kind of go, the guy got a lot of fame just simply for being, you know, a a tenant, you know, renting a room from O.J. Simpson brought him a lot of fame. And, and we didn't, we didn't interact with him. We just kind of stayed off to the side and watched from afar. Yeah. Um, I want to tell one, one story. Uh, so this is, we were at. A Disney California Adventure. Mm-hmm. A, a year or so after it was open, it was early on. Yeah, it was when there wasn't really anything there. <laughs> really, <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, people weren't going to Disney's California Adventure because it wasn't like amazing. It wasn't Disneyland. It was it was right. different than it is now. So we were walking. We were walking down one of the thoroughfares there, mm-hmm. and I looked up and. Here, here's a little tip: if you're if you're in a place where you're looking for celebrities, you should look. You, you got to change your mindset because the, the celebrities that we see in movies and television have yeah. makeup artists oh, and yeah. lights and and, yeah. and just. It, it is. They don't look it like is a they do a normal sense real of life. normalcy. Absolutely, it, is, it, it, it doesn't look normal. No, no. And so you have to kind of tone it down and realize that they probably wear, 
you know, sunglasses and wigs and different things to kind of disguises disguise you, you yeah. disguise them. Yep. And so I looked, and Drew Barrymore has a very distinctive cheeks and and chin and a chin. Yep. And I looked, and she was with two older people. Yep. And <clears throat> I said, "That's Drew Barrymore." And mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, the minute you would say that, you look and you go, "Well, what's she doing with those two old people?" Look, I, I mean, that I would be the perfect place. I don't for think her that to they be were actually. Want, you know, I don't attention. think they were actually as old as we think they were, too. To be honest, okay. because she herself was wearing a wig, she was wearing a very distinct wig mm-hmm. that was very like you could see it was a wig. Yeah, it wasn't like um, oh look she's wearing extensions or anything. It was truly like a full on wig, and that's what threw me off because I thought, oh, is she going through chemotherapy? Is this a young woman going through chemotherapy, coming for a day at you know California Adventure with her family? Because that's that's just kind of. You know, back in the day, this is what you immediately thought if you saw somebody wearing a full-on wig. Because it was not Halloween, and there right. was no reason to be wearing a wig, to you know, a very obvious wig. And so then I didn't pay attention to the two people with her. I remember them being a little bit older, yeah. but I don't remember them being, like, like thinking to myself that they looked odd. But, I mean, but it- again, I wasn't paying attention to them because she was the one who stood out because of her distinctive features. Mm-hmm. And so as we were walking, she was kind of, the three of them were walking towards us and you and I were talking and I remember very distinctly locking eyes with her and smiling. She smiled back and I kind of thought to myself, huh, she looks familiar. And I just kind of brushed it off. Mm-hmm. Again, didn't know what was going on there. And then as I turned around, I think I turned around and looked and she turned around and looked right at me. Like she knew I knew who she was or mm-hmm. like she thought maybe I figured it out. But at that point in time, I didn't. And I remember very distinctly when we, when we got past her a few feet, you go, oh, my God, do you know who that was? And I go, no, but she looked kind of familiar. And, and, and you said that was Drew Barrymore. I'm like, no. And I went, oh, it was Drew Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was Drew Barrymore. Yeah, and so my my suggestion to you, dear listener, is that if if you think initially, hey, that looks like blah blah blah, it can't be. Think again. Yep. Just think again. It could be, and it might be. It might. If very you're well be. in an airport, if you're. But here's the thing: I mean, it doesn't even have to be any of those places. Because, by right. the way, I can't tell you how many times I've heard of. Oh, such and such celebrity was like, here's another good one. My mom and I went to lunch. This is probably 25, 26, maybe even 27 years ago. We're having lunch at um, Sioux Plantation in a small little town here in Orange County. Like, not even like, most people have never even heard of the town. And so we're sitting there and the waitress comes up to us and she says... <clears throat> she goes, do you guys need anything? And I said, oh, no, we're fine. She goes, okay. And she got really quiet. And she goes, I'm really sorry to, like, bother you guys. She goes, am I crazy? Is that um, Chuck Norris over there? And I said, oh. She goes, you know who that is, right? And I said, um, yeah, I know who Chuck Norris is. She said, um, can you, like, just 
quietly turn around and look and I'm like, hmm, let me turn around and look. And I looked over to the side and there was Chuck Norris and he was with a very good looking young man and another guy. And, um, the young guy caught my eye and he smiled at me. And so then, um, she, I said, um, yeah, that's Chuck Norris. <laughs> she, and they were like literally like two tables over from us, not even that far. I mean, they were super close and she goes, Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And I go, right. She goes, okay, that guy is, that's with him. I said, I think that's his son. And she said, he's checking you out. I said, nah, she goes, Oh no, he is. I'm like, really? And my mom goes, Oh yeah, he is for sure. Cause my mom could see. And I'm like, um, okay, well, all right then. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to pretend. <laughs> and that was our, that was our thing. We didn't talk to them. We didn't go over to them. We didn't do anything. You know, she, the waitress went over and she, you know, was like super cool. And, you know, she just got them more drinks or whatever, but you know, I wouldn't have like, I didn't look around. I wasn't looking around. I wasn't expecting to bump into a celebrity in the middle of, you know, right. the soup plantation and tested. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, <clears throat> so you just never know. Okay. Always keep your eyes open. Always be aware and, and go with your gut. If you think somebody is somebody, you know, there's a possibility they could entertainment be. icon yeah, <clears throat> probably could be one more. Uh, we, as a family, we were eating at an Outback mm. up in, um, Foothill Ranch, Foothill Ranch. And another very small town in Orange County that a lot of people don't know about. Right. And we were going in, it was late. I can't remember what we were doing, but we we're going to go in and have some dinner. And on the way heading out was Heidi Fleiss. It was, by the way, just you and me. We were going to go okay. have dinner one okay. night, and we pulled in, getting ready to go inside, and Heidi Fleiss was leaving. And, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, how would you know? She did the lip lick that she did all the time yeah, when yeah. she was being interviewed or on, on, on the on news. Camera. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't say anything. I, I try not to bother people. Right, right. I mean, uh, you know, th there there was a time when I was uh, working uh, as a software trainer. We were at an office and we went to go get drinks after. Mm -hmm. And at this bar and Melanie Griffith was there. Oh, wow. With um, her husband. Um, Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Wow. And, but he wasn't there, but she was there. And so... You know, we all spotted her, and uh, somebody said, man, I want to go up and, and get a picture. And if I remember right, um, because they're no longer married, right? Um, I, they got I, I think so, but I'm not positive. Anyway, so somebody went up and said, you know, can we get a picture with you? And I, I, I got to say, Melanie Griffith, you know, said as nice as she could, I'd rather not. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's very nice to meet you, but I, I'd rather not take a photo. And uh, that was it. I don't, I, I don't think she was mean. It wasn't a no. whatever. But, you know, if she it's was a, asked a question. Mm -hmm. She answered the question. Um, but, yeah, that was, um, that was really something. It is pretty unnerving when you're a celebrity you know, because we've seen it firsthand what it's like to get hassled and have just 
countless people come up to you and want to take your picture. I mean, there's, there's something very flattering about it and very fun and exciting, but there is a point where it's kind of like, it's intrusive. And depending on where you are and what's happening, it can be a little scary too. And so I get it. The celebrities don't necessarily want to, you know, look, they're on the screen. That's their job. Mm -hmm. They're not property for everyone to just freely, you know, deal with or what have you. So it's kind of, you know, I get it. It's very intrusive that you, that's kind of part of part and parcel. You know that if you're going to be a, a celebrity, if you're going to be a TV star, an athlete, or whatever, you're going to be in the public eye. You're going to get pictures. People are just going to take pictures of you. Period. End of story. You get that. Right. But there's a point where it's kind of like it, it, there's a there's a fine line between admiring somebody from afar, taking pictures of them from afar, or what have you, and then you know getting up in their face, getting up in their grill, you know, right. wanting, you know, demanding pictures, demanding mm-hmm. autographs, you know, demanding their time, you know, and it's kind of like, I, I get it, you know, when you bump into somebody, it's very exciting, but, and I think we've talked about this before, right. when you meet a celebrity, just play it cool, you know, keep your eyes open, Right. that's fine, so, but play it cool, whatever you do, just play it cool. So if you have, dear listener have had an experience with a celebrity um you wanted to tell us about it you can uh we're on twitter i think we have like four followers or so uh it's at ride along pod and um so if you want to tweet that that's fine it'd be nice to get you know some more uh followers on twitter um but anyway let us know because you know, who knows? I mean, celebrities do go and they have to eat. Yeah, and sometimes they, do. they don't eat at most incredible restaurants in the world. They eat with you, you know, or sure. wherever. So, um, but anyway, as we say, it's always best to ride along with friends. And we thank you so much for riding along with us. And until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.